When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Friday, June the 26th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And lots to discuss today. You know, when I when I was just kind of scrolling through, I didn't think it was a busy day, but there is a lot happening right before the weekend. So, that means that we've got a show today. <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> Whatever's good. Yeah, I figure, uh, you know what, we will have a show regardless of whether there's news or not. But, no, uh, just- you know. This time, there's actually something we're talking about. Matt jumps in on YouTube already, said, what's up? What is up, Matt? You can join the chat as well if you are watching the show live. Of course, uh, make sure you are subscribed on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. Any of those platforms will populate into that little chat box in the bottom left of your screen right there. So make sure you jump on that. Make sure you are subscribed, etc. We would definitely appreciate that. Uh, the website, winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. are right there. You can find everything you need to. Wherever you want to subscribe, it's going to be right there. We're going to have a link to it. You can find it on the website. The podcast. If you missed the show live, you can always jump in. You can always jump in on the podcast and listen there for anything that you have missed on the live show. Uh, and every now and then, we toss in an extra podcast that uh, that doesn't go live. So, Yesterday, there was a strong chance because of my internet issues that we would have only had a podcast. So make sure that you go and subscribe there. Leave a nice five-star review. And as always, if you're watching the show, if you're listening to the show, whatever, hit that share button, hit that retweet button, share the show out, tell your friends about it. We would definitely appreciate it. Uh, It is a good day to be a Friday. Uh, I am so ready for the weekend. We, we just decided moments before the show that we were ordering pizza this evening. Chris, uh, you, you cooked ribs last night, didn't you? Yes, sir. I sure did. How were they? Uh, they were good. They were good. They're going to be good again today. <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the main point of it, right? Make sure you that's got right. plenty to eat on. No, they were real good. It, plenty to eat on. All right, so let's dive in here. We can't stay for too long because I have things to do. First topic of the day, Miami, Florida. The Hurricanes, their best offensive lineman on the team, the most experienced, the one that was expected to to kind of help their offensive line problems 
uh, get better this year. He was going to be the leader of that unit. He is He's played more snaps than anybody else on the team, I think. Yes, he most certainly has. His name is Navon Donaldson. Yep. And he has decided to redshirt this upcoming season. And I don't think he's going to be the last. He, nope. uh, he tweeted, after talking to family and the coaching staff, I decided to redshirt and focus on me this season. Uh, it says, it should be noted that Donaldson's 2019 season came to a premature end when he suffered a serious knee injury in the regular season finale against Duke. It is unclear if that played a role in his decision to sideline himself for the upcoming season. He has not previously used his redshirt. So he came in in the class of 2017. He has played more than anybody else. I mean, he's a stud. And they don't have a lot of studs on that offensive line in Miami. I think you are going to see a ton of kids decide that they want to redshirt this upcoming season. Just because of the differences that you're going to see in the in the stadiums, in the way that the games are going to be played, whether they're not wanting to deal with the coronavirus, whatever it is, I think that you're going to see a lot of kids sitting out this year. You feel the same way? Yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you this. If you're not a guaranteed like NFL draftee, or you definitely know that it, you know, you're going to have to develop before you can get there kind of thing, um, then, then burn it this year because this year is going to be a weird, wacky year anyway. And this could be a good thing for teams looking for depth and really playing for 2021 of let's play some of our younger guys to get them a little experience. And then next year we redshirt them. So like, if you've got a young offensive lineman, you would normally redshirt this year. Well, let's, let's play him this year, redshirt the stud. And then our young guy can sit out his sophomore year. And then we've got an extra year on the back end where he's older more experienced, but at a young age, he kind of at least gets a season, whatever the season looks like. He gets reps under his belt of, okay, I got to get better at this, this, and this. And then he has an entire offseason to get better at those things. Yeah, there's a ton of ways that you can go about this. It's a little strange because they brought in De'Eric King thinking they were going to have a chance to do something kind of special this year. Obviously, they had issues last year with their their quarterback play, but I don't blame this kid at all. Uh, no, Donaldson, no, I, mean, I don't. And I'm with you. He won't. He shouldn't be the last. He just shouldn't. This is going to be a jacked up, weird year. If you're not just dead set, even if you are, if you're if you're Trevor Lawrence, there's a there's a world in which you sit out this year and just get ready for the NFL yeah. because this is going to be a weird year. Now, you, uh, you have got that entirely right. Let's, uh, let's jump off of that one. Let's move into the next topic, and this is a good one. Ha- have you seen this yet about Jay Cutler? Yeah. Okay, so let, let me kind of go through the story really quickly. Jay Cutler was in full tactical gear Thursday night as he sat watching a tree stand waiting to confront a chicken serial killer that has been tormenting his Tennessee farm. Wearing a helmet with some sort of night vision binoculars, the former Bears quarterback sat in a tree with his neighbor waiting for a chicken serial killer that never showed up. Uh, Jay's big play Thursday night was to depend on his rooster, Blue, to be on security detail, presumably in case Jay couldn't get out of the tree fast enough to defend his property. Sometimes you have to fight crazy with crazy. Old Blue has that look in his eyes. New sheriff in town, predators beware, Jay wrote on Instagram. Jay continued his praise of the rooster later Thursday night as he waited for the chicken serial killer. 
Quote, first of all, the little guy is all heart and I love him. Coolest rooster in the game by far. Old Blue terrifies me. Pretty sure he wants to fight me. He keeps staring at me with those crazy eyes and flapping his wings. Whatever comes in the chicken yard tonight better buckle up. Old Blue ain't playing. He's trying to fight humans. This is exactly what I needed from Jay Cutler. So, this is a Jay Cutler we kind of all wish we could have gotten while he was playing. Yes. And I'll tell you this. Remember when there were talks of him getting a, a, a color commentary job? Yes. And a lot of people were like, why? He's really boring. Maybe he's not. Maybe there's a lot more to Jay than we ever saw or thought. That's kind of what I'm thinking here. I mean, he is... This Instagram, if you're not following his Instagram, uh, it is if Jay had Instagram is his Instagram handle. And he is fantastic on this thing. Yes, if he decides to get into the color commentary game, I, I think it's going to be a home run wherever he goes. Yeah, I, this, think, I think he's a lot more. I, I originally thought it was very strange that team, like uh, networks were talking to him. And now I'm seeing a side of him. I'm sure that during the interviews and stuff, they they saw these things that he just didn't let out and and while playing, um, and uh, which is why they were considering him. So you you want me to break down this uh this this chicken killer thing? Yes, because I, I would I love know, for you to do that. <laughs> so I got family family uh, that that are that are chicken chicken folk. Well, okay? we're from Mississippi, so you would think we would yeah. know about. Well, this, and, but... and my family in Ohio too. They they've got chickens as well. There you go. Okay. Listen. All right. Sitting in the in a deer stand, the tree stand might not help you a lot. Two of the biggest killers of chickens aren't. Now, two big ones in his world, especially in the Nashville area, coyotes, bobcats. Um, yeah, those are real. And those are things that from a tree stand you would be able to see and catch. Uh, two big ones that are going to know you're there and not come are hawks and owls. Owls are some of the most vicious killers in society. If they were bigger, they would take over the world. Okay. They're ruthless. They are. Owls. Well, owls and they are strong and they will they will swoop down they will grab a chicken they will haul it off and they will eat that thing hawks there are certain types of hawks that'll do the same thing <laughs> and those things know jay is in that tree and they ain't coming because jay is there and then the one other thing that i wonder how well he would be able to see would be snakes because that's an, yeah that's an interesting because because a snake i have no idea how it's getting in and can he see it He's hunting and standing out looking for basically bobcats or, or, or uh, coyotes. coyotes or yeah. fox or something like that. But there, there are three other things that are absolutely get your chickens that you – they're not coming around if you're there or I don't know how well you'd be able to see them. <laughs> uh, Matt jumped in and said that damn Sasquatch. Uh, uh, Sasquatch ain't eating no chickens. No, That's I too think small he's, for him. Yeah, he's going with something bigger. Uh, That's right. I am kind of curious, though, about the owl thing. I, I did not. Have like, you not known that? Oh, no. No, Look I knew, that, owls. I knew that they handled vicious. rodents and, no, and snakes. No, I didn't know that they would eat chickens. Like, Hell that's kind of, yeah, that's bird on bird crime. No, it don't matter. It's food on food. It's top of the food chain. I get, would, would, that, would that be considered cannibalism? No, I don't think so. I, don't guess, they, I, I guess they're different enough, but, I mean, it's both. Both birds, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they're both birds. Listen, they don't care. Owls are vicious, owls, huh? 
owls are pretty vicious. I, that, I have learned a lot about new animals, like how there were a couple of animals I didn't think much of. Prey mantis and owls, if they were bigger, would take over the world. Oh, Matt jumps in and said owls will pick off small dogs. Small, oh, hell yeah, they'll pick off small dogs and cats. No, that, no, those things are, they are tough. And they hunt at night. <laughs> they, oh, are, they are not friendly, sweet, cuddly owls that you think of. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, my, we, my son's got stuffed owls, all, all sorts of stuff. That's like, right. Oh, things. no, sign of wisdom. And yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, and they have that, maybe. Sure, okay. They're really, really smart birds. There's an owl in, in Winnie the Pooh, and that dude don't do nothing. No, that is that, that is a that is a they'd be lying. A very gross interpretation of what an owl is because uh, they they're vicious, man. I can understand they're it. Okay. Long and they are smart. They are smarter than you and me. They are smart. I can believe that they can turn yeah, their heads. Completely smarter than around. those chickens. Uh, his they, rooster, his rooster wouldn't stand a chance. That's a, he, he needs to set up some security cameras. Like that's what it yeah, that would do. be the funnest thing is set up set up cameras to where you can watch it because then you'll at least know. I have no idea if it's a snake and the snake gets into the coop, then you're not no cameras catching that. But nah, that's a good point. Uh, Damian Estrada jumps in on YouTube. He said, "So you mean to tell me Jay Cutler can prepare himself to fight a chicken, but can't gear the hell up to take us to the Super Bowl?" WTF? <laughs> I think on, you man. might be. He might be a little more prepared. Keller was the for best this. quarterback Chicago's had in my lifetime. Yeah, now you're right. Yeah, I think I think you're 100 percent right. I mean, it, it's been a long time since the Bears have had. I a, mean, a good man, you know, I was little. I guess that was considered my lifetime. But I, I wonder if Jay Cutler had the had had that Bears team. How you know could he have done more with it? Just because the game evolved so much, quarterbacks did so little back then. That's true. That is true. I mean, who knows? Who? So while knows? he's disappointing to you, he's still the best you maybe ever had in your lifetime. That's. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, let's move on from there. Um, the next topic on the board: the Power Five conferences are discussing pushing back college football conference championship games to the next week after the week that they're supposed to be going on. So it would be the week of Army Navy the week of the Heisman Trophy, all that kind of stuff. So if that's the case, does the Heisman Trophy push back closer to Christmas? Like, how does this thing work? And the reason that they're discussing it, there are three conference commissioners that are considering it so far, and Greg Sankey openly discussed it with Paul Feinbaum because they don't expect this to be a clean season. I don't know of anybody that does. No, nobody does. But I think it's really smart. And what's crazy, though, is... They're discussing how it would be better to start the season earlier. Yep. You don't want it to go later right. because, obviously, there are... I mean, there's a ton of schools already that are cutting off everything after November so that it doesn't get worse the colder it gets, right? Well, they just don't want it to... They don't want COVID and the flu to hit at the same time. I mean, the flu's coming no matter what. We can't stop it. Yeah. So, if we don't have any type of solution for COVID... It's a bad situation if both of them are happening on campus at the same time. COVID seems to not really be affecting college-age kids. The flu wipes you out. What happens if you have the flu and you get COVID? It, your immune system's fighting like hell, I, you know. And see, and I don't know if anybody – surely that's something that, like, you can 
surely you can get both at the same time. Well, yeah, they're but two completely we, different viruses. I mean, there's no reason you can't. So how did we not get that before? Like, how because did nobody? Because it's not flu season. It hasn't been flu season all year yet. Flu season around here starts November, late fall. Like right, isn't it like November through? I thought yeah. it was November through like March. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that we really have a whole lot of flu season after November, December, January. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But maybe I could be wrong, wrong on that. Look, I'm not a doctor. Hell, I don't know. So played one when I was little. That's it. There you go. There you go. Uh, so the idea here, Greg Sankey brought it up on Fine Bomb and all these others. Uh, Damien jumped back in. He said Jay Cutler just showing his ex-wife he isn't lazy. That's why he's chasing chickens. Yeah. That's, that's so he gets is. to do fun stuff like this now that her ass is gone. Look, I understand. Yeah. I mean, I, if you I ain't got nothing to do, yeah. go hang out in a tree with your neighbor. Drink that's some right. pops. Uh, Matt jumps in, uh, said flu is still around, but temperature affects that virus. And, well, I mean, we think the temperature affects the coronavirus, but uh, we know really sunlight knows. does. They, they know very little about this virus. They really believe sunlight does, does affect it, though. Well, I mean, we were all excited at one point, like a month ago, three weeks ago, about the fact that humidity could end up being, uh, like, not yeah. spreading this thing, right? So, who knows? Who knows? But pushing it back seemed a little odd to me. It's smart because, obviously, you want an extra week in case, you know, this you got to make up a game or two. If you got to yeah. make up a conference game, because that's the only thing they would ever make up. Yeah. Something that would actually affect the tiebreaker. Yep. Like, and it's if you miss two or three games, we're not going to make all of them up, but we'll make up the most important ones. And so, at what point do you actually cancel a game, you figure? Like, that's that's where it gets crazy. Is that it, I don't know. And I'm, you know, I'm glad I'm not going to be the one to make that decision. Is it and based on, like, is it based on if one team had a major outbreak and they couldn't field enough players, or is that just a forfeiture, or if it's both that, teams? That's, that's my is question, it, is are we going to have forfeitures? I mean, I, I would imagine we would have to at some, well, maybe not forfeiture. They would just cancel the game, I guess. But, that's, but no, I mean, if one team's healthy and another team's not, yeah. Come on, man. No, we, you're right. We, we stay healthy. Hey, so let me ask you this. Pat Forty brought this up on the Yahoo College uh, podcast. Okay. And, and they just, like, glanced over it real quickly. And I never even thought of this. How flexible are these teams and leagues going to be to where let's let's say the week of LSU-Bama, Bama's sick, LSU's healthy. Like, can we pick up the phone and be like, Who's got a bye week this week that wants a, that like missed a game early on? Like, can we schedule Louisville? Can we like obviously it won't be a conference game, but can we get a game in? Can you find two teams that are healthy and either on a bye or their opponent also had to cancel and just make a game up right there? I would, I would bet you can't. I bet you're going to see something like that. I, I'm going to tell you I this, you I would be as flexible as hell with doing stuff like that because all these teams play on, they all have private planes. And if you, especially if you're in the power five or, yeah. or even G hell G five, even is playing, you know, traveling, you know, private charter. So well, especially, it, I mean, I'd, I'd, I bet you'd see a lot of regional games as opposed to that, but it all depends I'm fine on with regional, but I mean, at the same thing, if you're, you don't need to, what's regional if you can be there in, in a three hour plane ride. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, LSU would, I think you'd be more likely to see them play like Louisiana Tech or UL. Well, the problem is, is like if that. Louisiana Tech's opponent is healthy and Louisiana's healthy, then why would they cancel? They no, no, agreed, agreed. I'm, I'm just saying you're probably going to go that route first before you I start would rather, I would rather than play another Power 5 school. Oh, I agreed. I think everybody would. 
And I don't care about the plane ride. I don't care how far away it is because it's irrelevant to the situation when you're getting a private jet anyway. That's okay. You got to, I mean, the the world is a lot smaller place when you're talking about charter plane rides. Okay. And if you're healthy, you're healthy. And if you're not, you're not. And if, if one team is healthy and the other one's not search around the rest of the country, there's a really good chance that 10 or 12 schools might be looking for somebody to play. And you know, and I just if don't you're not going to have a pay for win situation, that's all. Yeah. I don't want it to turn into another pay for win situation. That's what I don't want. I want a big school loses their opponent against another big school. I don't want them to replace it with a nobody. Gotcha. You hear my dog squeaking that yes. toy? Yeah, we can hear it a little bit. <laughs> Damien, uh, Damien jumped in on YouTube. Said, "How the hell people get Ebola and swine flu in the stadiums?" Uh, Matt said, Ebola is not a respiratory disorder. You have to be in physical contact with the person rather than just breathing the droplets. Ebola is also much more deadly, and symptoms present differently. Damien oh, yeah. said, you mean like soccer does with friendly games? I, yeah. Yeah. That'd be- but I don't know that it would be a friendly. Why the hell won't it count? It'll count on your no, record. I think, I think it needs to count. It just won't yeah. be a conference. And if you can make it, let's say it happens to be the same weekend that, that Tennessee plays Georgia, and Georgia's sick. And Alabama's sick. Well, shit, then Tennessee and LSU, let's find a place to play and play. Let's flip a coin and, and see who gets to host it. Let's say you're both supposed to be the home team or you're both supposed to be the road team. Flip a coin, winner of the head, coin toss, we're going to play this game. We got a conference game. Boom, I'm in. I, I like the idea. I, I just don't want to cancel a week of play because then you just don't – you want to you want to make up as little as possible. Yes, I, I think – And so does that mean we don't get the Iron Bowl this year because one team – it might – it might. Yeah. Is that the end of the world? No. This is going to be a weird season. All I ask is all these people be as flexible as possible. Everybody just be cool, and let's try to get through it and make it look as normal as possible. But even if it looks weird and it's just goofy, who cares? It's fun. It's entertainment. It'll it make it entertaining. Is. This is – I'm expecting to see some teams that have like a 9-2 and two record and others that might be 5-1. and one. That's And right. it's just going to be nuts. That's right. You just – there's, right. there's no telling how this is going to actually work out. Uh, but I'm here for the entertainment factor. Starting early, I will tell you, I do think it is wise to start early and finish late. That way you've got basically built in, if you start a week early and finish a week late, everybody already gets two bye weeks, right? Well, this year everybody only gets one. Last year was okay. a weird season. So, so then everybody would get three bye weeks, basically, if everybody's completely healthy. Yeah. You'd find you have three weeks that you can fit something in. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. So we, that, I, let's I just try to mitigate as many problems as you can. We let's don't know continue. What's let's continue this conversation. Moving into the next topic, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ray Tanner, who is South Carolina's athletic director, he came out and said that we will not know the plans or there will, the plans won't be announced for college football until early August. Now, the idea was, from everybody that had anything to do with anything, all the anonymous sources, all that kind of mess, was a decision would have to be made at the beginning of July. You would have to know something at the beginning of July. This is what Ray Tanner said yesterday on the South Carolina Athletics website. At this point, we do not know what the 2020 football season will look like. Our goal is to communicate the plan for the season in early August. We want to be able to gather as much information as possible, working with the SEC office and the member institutions before any decisions are made. These are challenging and, yes, agonizing times. As a coach and administrator, my vow is to provide student-athletes with the resources to compete at the highest level, whether it be in their sport, in the classroom, in the community, or in life. As your AD, I'm taking part in regular meetings with President Kasselin and campus planning groups, as well as Commissioner Sankey and the Southeastern Conference ADs. These groups have the health and safety of our student-athletes, coaches, staff, and fans, are the most important pieces of the puzzle. We all want you to get the best and most accurate information as soon as we can as we move forward with challenging and difficult decisions. I will never give up pursuing what our program needs to adequately represent the student-athletes, coaches, and staff, fans in the university with class, dignity, and victory. Be safe and healthy this summer and do your part in stopping the spread of the virus, including social distancing and wearing your Gamecock-branded face coverings. So, oh, hey, by the way, for those that are watching, my wife got me some of these cool bad boys for, uh, <laughs> it's my Alabama face covering for Father's Day. So I got that one, and then I got, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so with that said, I found it a little odd that we are not going to know anything about this season or how anything's going to go until August. So we still got over a month before we figure out Okay, like what what is happening? Where are we going? What do we need to be prepared for, etc.? Do you find this a little weird? No, I don't find it weird. And I think it's once again it's wise. They are planning stuff right now, but to not come out with the plan publicly to anybody, I think it's a smart idea. Yeah, smart because we don't we don't know what anything's going to look like. And right now, we know all of these teams, especially the SEC, are going forward with football operations and practices. And if you get sick or you're traced to somebody who's sick, then you quarantine and we're moving this thing forward and we're progressing along. Um, but, I, you know, I think that this is a situation where why – we talked about this before. Why give the plan so early when, when you have no idea – if it's even feasible or realistic at all. You yeah, know we, what we talked about it with California. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they kept saying, we're not doing this until this and this. And the why would you Why would you make that statement? Just what he said is exactly right. We're going to do what's best for our students and our fans and our school. And right now, we don't know what that is. Now, there's no doubt that they are having conversations about that, and they are putting plans in place about that. Oh, say, but, hey, by the way, let me interrupt you. Greg Sankey said on Feinbaum yesterday, they have between 15 and 20 different contingency plans. Yes. That is a That's, ton That of is plans. called wisdom. That yes. is smart. I appreciate leadership that looks for 
problems before they happen and tries to find solutions for if this happens, how do we react? How do we respond? If this happens, how do we react? How do we respond? And you just move this ball forward. And you you don't get caught with your pants down. Because we, no. that's happened with a ton of guys in the past in this sport. So when, Listen, when athletic directors are the worst prepared people in ever. We talk about this every year during coaching hiring season and firing season. When a coach leaves and, and no one kind of expected that coach to leave for another job, these athletic directors act like they have never looked at a resume or done a search in their life. And it really bothers me that these athletic directors who are highly compensated individuals, by the oh, way, yes. oh, that yes. form out the recruiting and, 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 and sourcing of, of their coaching by hiring search firms. If you're a private school and you want to do that, you do whatever you want with your money. But when you're dealing with state tax dollars, no, sir. No, sir. You make seven figures for a reason, my friend. You get off your ass. You scroll through the agents. You give a bunch of people a call and see who's interested in your job and who's not. The the search firm thing is more so a a networking resource, right? Because no, that's, that's fine. Screw that. Figure it out yourself. I mean, you got a point. You got a point. Damien said. We pay you a million dollars a year plus just about all these big power five athletic directors are making seven figures. Figure the damn thing out yourself. Or we're going to take the search firm hiring money out of your pocket. You write the check because we're already writing you a damn check. You might have a point there. You might have a point there. Uh, Damien, who is coming in here trying to start fights with us today, said, I think college football season should be canceled and have the NFL do the games on Saturday like they planned. I don't know that they ever planned that, but why are you trying to take away college football, man? Like, what are you doing? Anthony Burt jumps in on YouTube, said there should be some kind of penalty if these schools don't pick up a replacement opponent just to not take it, uh, take in. Uh, you can't, yeah, yeah I'm, oh. I, I, I'm with you. If a replacement opponent is available and you just chose to not do it. Yeah, you so, didn't take so a let's, risk. Let's, yeah. say, let's say you got Vanderbilt on the schedule and Vandy gets sick and the only person available is Alabama or Georgia or Auburn, you're like, mm, I think we're just going to sit this week out. No, 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 no. You go, you go pick up that, 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 that fight, and you go fight that fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's a smart idea. Like, hold it against them if they don't pick up a different I, opponent. I absolutely when it's would, I would. I would call it an L. I really would. Be like, you had a chance to get a, play, a game in, you're just going to have an extra loss on the season. That's, I mean, really, LSU and Florida from a few years ago when the hurricane hit Gainesville, or didn't even hit Gainesville, but they thought it might. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that whole thing was was weird. Now, they ended up playing that one. That was Sankey. Was, Sankey made that mistake. They yeah. played it at LSU, which counted as an LSU home game, and they gave LSU fans less than 36 hours notice that the game was going to be held at Tiger Stadium. Couldn't sell tickets, couldn't bring people in. So it counted as an LSU home game, and they barely had like 9,000 people there. Yeah, it was – that's. That's bunk. It was really weird. It but was that's really Sankey being an, a Florida boy, and that was the first bad decision he made, and he's been pretty good ever since then. He has been. I, he that's that's home, when he, got, he still has Homer out. It's what we talked about with getting caught with your pants down. They did yeah. not have a plan. They had no idea what to do. I think going forward, they at least they, they've been better. So, uh, Matt Miller said, do you think indoor teams try to find outdoor stadiums, and we have more games start earlier since COVID dies pretty much immediately in sunlight? I, I'm not sure. 
I don't honest. know about that. What, that. Now, in college, we don't have a whole lot of indoor teams anyway. No, there's really not. I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, North Dakota State. In, I mean, in Syracuse. The Syracuse still plays in the Dome. Dome. Yeah. I, I mean, there, aren't, there aren't many. And, and I'll tell you this. Yeah, if we found out that this thing really doesn't spread too badly outside, then, then I, I think I would probably say Syracuse scour scour the area and find some small D three school, especially if you're not going to have fans. It doesn't really matter where you play. Why, why play, why play it indoors if you don't have to? Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, Damian jumps back in. He's he's defending himself. He said, "I have nothing against college football. I just don't think the students should risk playing college football if they are not getting paid." Look, why I not? Now, listen, nobody wants to wants yeah. to fight for the students like us. I we agree. I, we agree on that. Now we do want to watch college football this season. That's why I bring up money for all but, these other things. Is is all don't don't throw away money. You're gonna yesterday we talked about how a couple million dollars is gonna go to flying these people into Texas every day if we have a season. No, I'm not. I'm not okay. Yeah, we're with not. That. We're not down with that. Uh, Matt said the Idaho Vandals. Do you know they play inside? No. Now I mean they're FCS, so it, it wouldn't matter in in D1. But it's still it's still it's still. I mean everybody needs to find. Yeah. I think a, a lot of, it. but yeah, if if you think that indoor circulated air is what's what's causing a lot of problems, then yeah, I do think it would be smart to say everybody needs to just play outside. Yeah, uh, Matt jumps in and said people under twenty four have a point oh three percent death rate. The coaches and trainers are the biggest worry, not the players. Yeah, and that's that's why we're even talking about doing this, right? If it was a more significant threat as far as oh death no, goes, you can't even talk about it then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt said they're an FBS team. Yeah, they're an FBS team. No, they're an FCS team. Idaho is is FCS. They dropped down two years ago. So yeah, that's uh, Idaho. I get you, but I I don't I don't remember them playing inside. That's strange. I have to go look that up. I don't, I don't, play, I don't pay attention. That's that's on me. Either way, all right. Let's close out the show with this, and we're going to talk about uh, a guy that that we grew to respect when he was a player here. Vince Carter officially retires. Uh, he played 22 years in the NBA. He was drafted when he was 21. That's uh, more than half of his life was spent playing in the league. That's right. Now, and I have never seen a guy, you know, he was drafted in 1998, so he played in a lot of different decades uh, <laughs> against a lot of different people. He made eight all-star teams. He was known as a dunker. Right, like I think he probably has the most vicious dunk that was ever caught on camera in the what was it two thousand? Um, was it the two thousand Olympics? I think it was the two thousand Olympics. I think it was. Maybe, I mean, maybe it was 04. Tyrone Davis jumps in on Facebook, said, "What's up? You caught the uh, the end of the show here, brother." Um, the yeah. most vicious dunk. He he jumped over a seven footer and just demolished the guy, and it was. Epic. He won the 2000 dunk contest. He was known as just an athletic freak. Is he the last superstar to win that? No, they've had, like, uh, Dwight well, Howard. Dwight Howard after. came after him, and okay, all right, okay. They, they've had some other ones here and there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's back when the dunk contest mattered. But that's, that's right. the thing. He was around when the dunk contest mattered. Like, that's, that's right. He's old. <laughs> yeah, he's insane. old. Uh, but, hey, so I'm that's what I was going to talk about, right? Gonna, I think he's going to be coaching somewhere soon, too. Soon, hey, I, maybe take a couple of years off because I think he does broadcasting first. Basketball. I think he does broadcasting first. You think he does broadcasting over coaching? Oh yeah, because he's already been doing broadcasting. Like he he yeah, but he jumps on randomly when he's out injured or whatever, and the teams I, give him I permission. Get that, but that's because you can't. You don't have a coaching job. 
I think he wants to coach, man. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I look, I don't know anything other than following him on, on social media and watching him. But like those years that he was with the Grizzlies, the back end of his career, oh, yeah. where he he was just not much of a player. That dude was coaching up those young men more than half the assistant coaches out there. Oh, absolutely. Okay. He absolutely. had a bigger voice than most of the assistant coaches. He worked with those kids that were real young and inexperienced, and, and I saw a passion and a love for it. Now, broadcasting is going to pay him a lot more, and it's a whole lot better job. You show up a couple of nights a week, you talk, and you go home. And coaching is a grind, and we are seeing – some guys get into it and don't want to do that grind. Um, but I think he would be a damn I good. I think he'd be really good. Yeah. I think he'd be really good. If I was a team, I would try very hard to keep him from broadcasting and get him to coach. Yeah, come in as an assistant right off the bat. and Right and off the coaching. bat, immediately. Yeah. Get him on the bench. Matt Miller and, said, I just found out that he was the last player playing that was on the Nintendo 64, and he played longer than most of his teammates were actually alive, especially with the Hawks. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Damian Estrada said, Vince Carter's the real Superman, not Dwight. And Tyrone said, I just woke up. Sorry. <laughs> You're all good, man. apology necessary. Yeah, you all good, man. It's a Download the podcast. Leave a nice review. You know how it goes. Damien said, Carter going to coach one of the Ice Cube Big Three teams. <laughs> no, no. I wanted to coach a real team. I think Come back to Memphis. We'll hire you. We need a coach. Hey, I know we don't. We coach. No, no, no. We, we got a good coach, man. Taylor he's Jenkins. Fine. I know he's doing fine. I'd rather have Vince. Hey, I'd, I'd take Vince to uh, to replace um, uh, Noel Ivey, who just took over as sure. Notre Dame's women's head coach. So yeah. sounds, sounds perfect. We got, a, we got a spot, so let's do it. There ben, we go. Got a spot right there for you. Ben said, for the year he was on the Kings, he definitely did a lot of coaching for Fox, Heald, et cetera. Yes, 100%. So that's well, he, that's one of the things I was going to talk about was I have never seen a player that was able to successfully completely transition his game once his athletic ability left, right? He was yes. always the explosive guy. When he went to the Mavericks and then to the Grizzlies, he was a three-point assassin. Like, this right. guy could hit everything. He taught himself how to shoot better from outside he, he so saw that he would be involved, And yes. he had to evolve with it. Yeah, and he was fantastic. There is not a better guy in the NBA, nope. I guarantee it. His uh, nope. his podcast, Winging It, is fantastic. It's a really yeah. good listen for anybody that That's wants right. to go out and hear about NBA stuff. So, uh, he is he's great. Ben said, also, I've got an Idaho Vandals hat uh, on R, and they play in a collapsed silo. I had no idea, but that is fantastic. What is a collapsed silo? Like on, a, how do you play in something that's collapsed? I have no well, I'm sure that they probably fixed sense. it. But uh <laughs> Damien said I would take Vince Carter over Boylan, damn it. Yeah, yeah, I'd 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 buy that. I think a lot of people take Vince Carter over a lot of the coaches that they got right now. Like yeah, he's definitely more personable than a lot he's, of the ones that are out there. He's gonna you're right. He's really personable and he's really enjoyable to listen to. He he's very good broadcaster, but I don't want him to do that. I I want him to coach. I want to see him on the bench. I want to see him on a team. That's eight. Matt Miller said he is sixth all time in three pointers. Crazy. That's yeah. insane because he didn't even start shooting them until late in his career. Oh yeah. Uh, ben said it's an ugly dome. <laughs> that sounds about right. A collapsed silo, man. I'm good with it. So we've learned a lot about the Idaho Vandals today. Good gracious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone said it's a potato silo. See, how do all these people know about Idaho, man? What is this? Like, <laughs> I'm surprised. I got family that's in, in Boise right now, and I I don't know anything about this. We have Good families gracious. that are pulling their weight. 
Now, you got that right. My well, chicken I mean, family pulled, pulled their weight today. Uh, you got that right. Good gracious. I had no idea about owls killing chickens. That's the craziest oh. shit I ever heard. Owls are messing up. Learn about owls. <laughs> I have a completely... F- I'm, I'm not going to get into this. I believe <laughs> I can stop school shootings. What? What? I believe I could stop them. Does this have stop to do with them. owls? Stop them. Okay, hold on. I'm going to write this down for Monday. We might lead the show on Monday with this. So, uh, Chris can stop school shootings. All right. All right, we're writing that down for Monday. We're, we're going to start with that on Monday. Um, okay. <laughs> Tyrone said, I live 30 minutes away from Idaho. There you go. Uh, Matt Miller said, ever seen a praying mantis kill a hummingbird? Yep. I have yep. seen the YouTube videos. Yep, pray mantises uh, are bad mamma jammas. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, we. That's how the murder hornet thing kind of went away, right? We saw that that's those right. praying mantises can like. Yeah, we were like, like, oh, they're really not that bad. Yeah, like this yeah, thing. and and for some reason we're not worried about praying mantises. If they were bigger, if they were bigger, they would be just the most dangerous thing that's ever walked the earth. Them and owls. Them and owls. I love it. They uh, would team up. We're effed. Damian Estrada jumps in, said Vince Carter's better than Burt Brown. And uh, and then Ben said in Rome. Oh, I saw a seagull kill a pigeon once in Rome. Man, you ever seen that? Nope. Oh, <laughs> Matt said we have a treaty with the Manus people. <laughs> Man, you guys have been good today. All right, it's Friday. I got to get out of here. I got stuff I got to finish. You guys have been fantastic. As always, the guys in the chat, we appreciate you. Thank you for jumping in. Thank you for helping drive the show. I promise it would not be nearly as entertaining without you guys involved. So do us a favor. Go over to the podcast and make sure that you leave a nice review. Make sure you are subscribed. Share the show out with your friends. All that wonderful stuff. Go check out the website. The new layout is up. We got some new posts up. All that kind of stuff. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. You can leave a comment right there on the site or you can hit us up on Twitter, etc. Whatever your favorite social media platform is, hit us up. Let us know. Damien closes us out today and says, Jay Cutler is an alien. I might believe that. It is what it is. You guys, take care of each other. Take care of yourself. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.